0: Our Heavenly Father is our rock. He is our fortress, and He is our defender. Today on Better Together, we're learning how to find our value in God and God alone. Nicole Binion, Dr. D.B. Freeman, Robin Wilkerson, and Amy Dockery are with me. Come on, join us.
1: I can get consumed with what other people are thinking about me, (laughs) or I can get to the place where I think, well, I need to defend myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, that always goes back to the idea that uh, I know why I did things. I I judge myself on my intentions. right? But, of course, then they're judging me on what they think was mm-hmm. my actions. Right. They don't know my heart mm-hmm. or they don't understand why. And this week we're talking about the idea of re- renewing our mind mm-hmm. and how to be really warriors to live this life of, uh, overcoming abundance. See, Jesus Mm. promised that to me. And yet here I am, I'm a grandmother now, Mm -hmm. and I can get, uh, I can get other people's Mm -hmm. opinions or what I perceive as their opinions. And I can let that weigh on me. Mm -hmm. And I know it's, uh, always been, that people have always felt that. I know women have always coped with the idea of what do you think about me, so to speak? At my house, I used to tease the boys, you know, let's Mm. talk about you, you know. What do you think (laughs) about me, you know, really? (laughs) And uh, I've come to realize that in this moment in history, we're surrounded with these new elements. One is just social media. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, a place of open forum that people Mm -hmm. feel un- restricted to just Mm -hmm. get to say whatever they want and to just take any opinion about Mm -hmm. anyone or anything and then we're also in this place where we are as women I believe trapped sometimes in that social media world in this Uh, television reality kind of thing that we believe is real when in fact I think a lot of it is fake. Mm -hmm, But the mm -hmm. point I'm getting to is we spend a great deal of time comparing ourselves. Mm -hmm. In other words, the reason I think that they're talking about me or thinking about me is I've allowed myself to compare Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with some other somebody who somehow I think that she or them or they don't understand me or back and forth. And my story today is to try to just share a little bit and talk about this idea that we're so trapped mm-hmm. because I believe it's comparison mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: where we think we know, but we really don't. Mm-hmm. The church is so divided on so many issues. Mm -hmm. Uh, The world is divided, polarized. And somehow it's this part of that is a comparison trap where I am so sure I know why you do what you do or why. I have been called by God to serve in a community that doesn't look like me. Mm -hmm. And I've been honored to have that role. And what that did for me these last 24 years Mm. is to show me that there are other experiences and there are other reasons why people come to conclusions and so forth. Mm. And instead of, I've had friends through these pandemic years who look at me and they think they know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the truth is they don't have any idea mm-hmm. about what really was going on. And I have come to a place, and this is what another issue about this comparison is that yes, we need to explain ourselves, but on the flip side, I've come to learn that more words are not necessary. Right. That I can trust God yeah. to fight my battles yes. and to let perceptions and preconceived ideas about, oh, she's this or she identifies Mm -hmm. with that group. I don't need to worry about that. Mm -hmm. I can stand in silence Mm -hmm. and let God Mm -hmm. uh, work it out and Mm -hmm. I can trust him. Mm-hmm. To let my heart and my mission and my ministry stand mm-hmm. for itself in God's economy. Yes. Yeah. I think that comparison is a trap, especially for women, where all we do is we look at the Instagram, we look at the Facebook, Mm -hmm. we see what so-and-so thinks, but we don't stop and let that go long enough to find God's Word and to renew our own mind in what the truth is. And in this division, in this time of really warring, I've come to realize, and I really want you to talk with me about it, because I've come to realize for me, I can't have influence if I don't have relationship. So I've come to decide that being right, not that I would change my mind about Mm -hmm. God's Word, Mm -hmm. but I don't need to be right. Mm -hmm. I need to have relationship with people, Mm -hmm. and I need Mm -hmm. to know that, I don't know everything. I need to have a growth mindset. Mm-hmm. And it's not up to me to always defend my position. Is there a part of this that is really this comparison piece? And one more thought, is that that comparison piece a self-centeredness, worried about me?
2: I think we can overcome the temptation to compare by flipping it and deciding that we're going to celebrate the wins of others, um, and I think that's not always easy at first, because I do think we live in a culture that um, is really, you know, uh, you know, always sort of it's coming at us like, you know, we're we have to compare, we have to be better, we have to be bigger, we have to, you know, um, but I think we have to be intentional about it. Like I I think I think that. Um, just like if you want to become a generous person, right? you you, you decide I'm gonna start giving or I'm, I'm my time, my money. Um, and so while I put when I put the action to it, I eventually become a generous person. So when I become intentional about celebrating someone else's accomplishment or someone else's, you know, at first, it may feel kind of fake, <laughs> honestly, but I think it's a great way to flip our mindset and to go, man, I, I want to be one who celebrates and not one who, you know, compares and feels, you know, envious of someone else's situation, but I want to celebrate instead.
3: Comparison is self-sabotaging. Mm-hmm. Yes, I really do, because somebody always loses. And even the scripture talks about it's foolish to compare yourself with someone else. Mm -hmm. And so I just refuse to compare myself with anyone Mm -hmm. and living in this social media frenzy, Mm -hmm. like we're all living in, it can be very dangerous when you look on there, but you got to realize that most of it is filtered. You know, most of the people are not living what they have placed on social media. Mm -hmm. It has been very strategically picked Mm -hmm. You know, they have taken a good 50 pictures (laughs) before they pull one. (laughs) It's been curated. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. But if we go on thinking, oh, this is a perfect picture, a perfect world, it's just like Christianity. If we look at somebody that's a Christian and we don't see any of their flaws, that's why I like this platform, because we get to tell our stories. And we get to show that there's none perfect but him. We're made perfect in him with our maturity. We grow up in him, but we're not exempt from any challenges or anything that can definitely happen. Yeah. And so I think when we put that across, it allows others to know that, okay, hey, so what? You've gone through this or this is what you're facing, but you're no less than no one else, you know? And we don't have to live this filtered Like, what's funny is probably about Mm, Two years ago, I started doing these motivational moments on my social media. Yes, you're great. (laughs) No, but I started with no makeup. And my husband loves makeup. Like, no, he loves makeup. Like, when my girls were young, he used to say, put some lipstick on them or, you know, fix them up. Don't let them go out looking like that. And so when I started going on social media with no makeup, he was like distraught. Like, oh, my God, why are you looking like that? But it was was for me to have some sense of authenticity to show people that... You know, I'm I'm beautiful without makeup. Yes. I'm who I am without a <laughs> lipstick or eyeliner or whatever. And right. we put on all of this false sense of security. And it makes us feel like we're something. Then when we take it off, we're still nothing. Yeah. It's like you got to know who you are without any of this yeah. outside, yeah. you know, fluff. When you know that God has created all men equal, that He has created us all in His image, in the perfect image of God and after His likeness, that He didn't make one better than the other, then it will help you with comparison. I won't ever compare myself to somebody or something else that's going to cause me to feel incompetent or feel less than or make my self-esteem not be where it should be. Why? Because they are who I am. We are all created his image. We are all the body of Christ. We are one in him. You don't look at your toe and like your toe better than your finger. No, all of them serve a certain a specific purpose in life. And so, you just go with it. You don't lift one up and put the other one down. Why would you compare yourself with someone? The Bible says when you compare yourself, it's foolishness. So don't compare because we're all created equal in him.
1: But we are committed to comparison yeah. in a way that I
3: think it's killing our calling
1: sometimes. And yes. I'm thinking about what Amy said a few minutes ago. And the idea there that even on some of these very um, emotionally charged uh, conversations that are happening in the United States right now in a way that never happened before. I mean, things that to me should never have been politicized become this big political storm. And that's what I'm talking about, where I felt like I have to defend myself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I loved what you said, Pastor Amy, Mm -hmm. because you talked about the idea that there's this vibe of, you've got to make a statement. Mm -hmm. You've got to make a statement. Take a statement. Pick a a side. Mm -hmm. You've got to come. And I really have felt, no, Robin, maybe you're not called mm-hmm. to be the expert on every single topic. Mm-hmm. Maybe right. God could solve it. And maybe there are experts. Right. I mean, I go to a doctor, don't I? Right. I go to an architect. I don't try to design my own house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the point being that if I go to these people that, yes, I'm st- yes, I'm committed to God's work. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about that. I'm saying why is it that the pressure is there Mm -hmm. that we have to absolutely 100 percent like be the action all answer Mm -hmm. know everything right come on this is a living revelation it is it is Mm -hmm. living and growing Mm -hmm. and changing and i am learning more every year because that's what that's what Christianity is. It's yeah. the Holy Spirit yeah. living through me. I mean, honestly, we're sitting here talking women topics. My grandmother could never imagine.
4: Well, you know the story of of um, Joshua when they were about to fight the battle of Jericho, the children of Israel, mm-hmm. and the angel of the Lord shows up, but he doesn't know it's the angel of the Lord. And he says to him, whose side are you on? That's right. Are you with us Mm -hmm. or against us? And the angel of the Lord said, I'm not on either either side. (laughs) I'm on the Lord's side. Yes. And it's like, wait a minute. You thought you were, you're supposed to be picking sides, Joshua, Mm -hmm. not God, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and, and are you on God's side? Because there were people, the, the thing that's interesting about that is, you know, we know Rahab and her family they'd made a covenant to protect her. And yet they thought that they were going to go in and fight like a traditional battle. Mm -hmm. God knew that's not how this is going to happen. They didn't know the walls were going to fall. God knew that. Mm -hmm. And they made a promise to protect her family and God backed it up. Mm -hmm. So I think what I see is a lot of times we can say, I'm on the left or I'm on the right, whatever politically. And God's going, I have people in Jericho mm-hmm. and outside mm-hmm. right. of Jericho. Right. Mm-hmm. I have people on both mm-hmm. sides of the I have people issue. Everywhere. everywhere. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so it's not as clear of just a wall that you've put up that mm-hmm. you think that's a dividing line. Mm-hmm. It's not. There's people in the kingdom on two sides of issues. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important for us to go, I don't have to be forced mm-hmm. to make a statement. And I also would question, why do you think my personal stand on something is the end all for you, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I'm a leader, yes, and I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be a shepherd, mm-hmm. but not just for you, for people who've experienced other right. other things. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why do we have this, feel this pressure mm-hmm. to have to respond? I love how King David, he always talked about God being his shield. yes, And, and, and he said, um, you know, God, you are on my right hand. I will not be moved. And what's beautiful about that is your shield bearer always stood on your right side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you would fight and you would hold the shield shield in your left hand and defend the person to yes. your left. Mm-hmm. And so he basically was saying, God is my shield, mm-hmm. but I can't run out in front of my shield bearer. I have to stay yielded mm-hmm. behind the shield. Yeah. And so for me, it's like I, I got kind of a little bit in personal turmoil the last couple of weeks. Just with everything going on in the nation, we, you know, serve a very diverse church mm-hmm. and congregation. And not just, that's not just racially. Mm-hmm. That's in all kinds culturally and, you know, levels, different levels of income mm-hmm. and background. And, and so issues i i feel like a lot of the outside issues are weapons formed against a church mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. our church mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. um it's real easy if you're at an all-black church or an all-white church mm-hmm. to say something you know it's going to be like a fan favorite mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but in our church anything can be divisive mm-hmm. um and so i've really looked at it like okay I I need to yield to whatever God is. He's our defense. And all of these things that are temporary, I'm not supposed to drive a stake in the ground about all of these things to create a point of contention because the enemy's looking for that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, I just feel called to establish comfort and peace. Yes, And we're a discipleship church. It's like, I'm not going to apologize for that. We're not yeah. seeker-sensitive, but we're not seeker-insensitive mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. And um, I think for me, it's just been a learning experience to go, you know, in the turmoil that I felt real pressured by different sides. You need to make a stand. You mm-hmm. need to say this. You, you need to do that. And I'm like, but Why? Wow. How is that fruitful? Mm-hmm. What you're asking me to do is just, you want validation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You want from the platform, you want me to validate that whatever you've posted online is good. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna do that because I'm not standing in the office of Amy. Mm -hmm. I'm standing in a Levitical Mm -hmm. role, covered with a garment Mm -hmm. that is not my own, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The Levites, they didn't wear the same garment as everybody else. Mm -hmm. They wore the the thing God said, I want you to put it Mm -hmm. on. It's very plain, Mm -hmm. but when you put it on, there's a stone for every tribe because you're supposed to represent all perspectives (laughs) before me. Not just one. You know, and it's I'm pro Bible. Yeah. Me. So I, obviously yeah. Yeah. That obviously whatever yeah. the Bible says, that's um, where do you really need me to tell you what <laughs> right? the Bible says? <laughs> if you do, you need to read it or And come Jesus to
0: said if I be lifted up, I'll draw into yeah. me. And that's right. the point. Mm-hmm. Yes. We want everyone to yeah. see Jesus. Yeah. yeah. From him, mm-hmm. our lives are transformed from the right. inside out. Mm-hmm. And truth comes. Yeah. Right. You know? And and yeah. identity,
1: I believe that when I'm defending myself, it's often because I want to be understood by another human. And um, even that process can be really disappointing. Because after I've explained and explained, that other person may not agree with me still. Or worse than that, they may still say I did the wrong thing. But I can keep talking and talking and defend myself. That's a no-win situation. Instead, the Bible says that only God looks on the heart. And that means that humans around me, they all have to look at me on the outside. And I've discovered that I like to judge myself on my intentions, but uh, other people are looking at me and they're judging me from my actions. That's why it's important that, yes, we can talk about defending ourselves, we can hope to communicate, but in the end, there's always gonna be somebody who doesn't see it from your point of view. And in that moment, we leave it with the Lord, with loving kindness for people around us, and we know that God is our ultimate defender and He will take care of us
2: whether we are leading an organization, a church, our homes, speaking into the lives of our children. It's so important for each one of us to attune our ears, to hear what God is saying specifically to us Mm -hmm. in a situation. Yes, Mm -hmm. You know, it's like um, uh, Joshua on the wall of Jericho, right? They had to march around. Mm -hmm. Don't say a word, quiet, quiet, quiet. Mm -hmm. And then on the seventh day, right, Mm -hmm. shout. It's Mm -hmm. like, so I feel like we have to know, we have to, be open to what God is saying to us specifically. I think of, you know, situations with my kids. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when when to speak yes. and when to hold my tongue. Yeah, you know? So and, um, so I think, I think that's important.
4: Well, cause yeah. defending ourselves is always a reaction. Yes. yes. And that's mm-hmm. why I, I think leadership is the exact by definition opposite of reacting. Yeah. Yes. It's going in front of something, not behind mm-hmm. it. Right. Always acting. not it, re- Yeah. Oh. Not reacting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if, if I need to defend myself, mm-hmm. um, then I, I'm, falling back out of that position mm-hmm. of he being Lord. Mm-hmm. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. If I'm supposed to take up my own defense mm-hmm. and that I'm not anointed to defend yeah. myself. Our family went through something a good,
0: over a decade ago, but I think the biggest blessing in the whole world was that the court said, you guys can't say anything.
4: Oh, yeah, hmm
0: And I thought, wow, that's a blessing that we're actually told not to say anything. Mm-hmm. Just keep quiet because yeah. scripture, I mean, that's what, so, so then you look at Jesus. That's what Jesus did. That's what Jesus did. You know, he was just quiet. He didn't have to, I don't have to defend mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Jesus is my defender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Amen. and mm-hmm. so it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. And the other day I, I heard something and, I had just read the scripture that day that vengeance is mine, said yeah, the Lord. Yeah. And it was, I think I had my Bible on and it was just playing in the background while I was doing something. Hit me like a ton of bricks, kind of in a season that I didn't need it. Mm-hmm. It was vengeance is mine. And I thought, man, mm-hmm. how many times have we just heard God say, that's mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus, if God says that's mine, boy, <laughs> you leave it alone. Right. You, it's hot ah, potato. You leave oh, it alone. It's you know, stealing. Thought, man, you vengeance it. <laughs> is his. That's not mine to even carry mm-hmm. or want mm-hmm. or anything. Hands off. Mm-hmm. Let God yeah. take care of it. Yeah. So it's really not a nothing. Nothing doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And God will take care mm-hmm. of that.
4: You know? uh, yeah, I've seen that through, through the years when people, when trauma happens and somebody does something to you, mm-hmm. throw rocks at you, mm-hmm. you have a choice. You can either build an altar. Mm -hmm. and give it to the Lord, or you can build a wall. And if you build a wall around that broken place in your life, Mm -hmm. you are relegated to stay there forever Yeah. defend it. I mean, that's what the definition of of a stronghold Mm -hmm. is, is a a house of thoughts Mm -hmm. vigorously defended. Mm -hmm. And I think there's so many people that have stayed stuck waiting for God to show up and show vengeance, which Mm -hmm. they're calling justice. And so they're like, I can't move on because I've got to be here when the gavel falls and instead they've wasted and missed their whole life. life you know and I'm like when you build an altar you put your backpack yes. on and go yeah. "God, what's next yeah <laughs> I'm ready to go yeah but
3: when you live your life based upon the opinions of others you will always find yourself defending oh yes, you will always because yes. I mean somebody else is always going to have an adverse or different opinion about you than you have about yourself. You can always count on it. Someone is going to think something totally different. And if you live for that approval, you're Mm going to have to defend yourself. And you'll never move. And you'll never move.
0: Sometimes it takes me a few days. (laughs) It's not like I have gone nuts at times Um, wanting to defend myself or wanting to defend my family. Um, yeah, those are some tough times, but you know what? God sees it all. I just figure that one day we are all going to stand before God and we're all going to be standing there all by ourselves. And it doesn't matter what he or she said about what they accused you of doing or all the negative stuff that people want to say about you because of jealousy or whatever it may be. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. God sees it all. And one day we'll all stand before God for every word that we have spoken. And um, I'm just going to try to keep my my mouth clean and uh, my heart right. And um, yeah, and just step back a minute and just say, you know what? God is my defender and vengeance is mine, says the Lord.
3: You will never move. You'll never go forward. You'll be stuck right there, always yeah. trying to prove something to anybody. One of the, the the beauties in where I am right now is like, I really don't care what anyone <laughs> thinks about me. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Talk. Yeah. Talk about things fabulous. I don't care what anyone I'm thinks I'm almost
2: there, but me. I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> no, so <I> there <laughs> is <love> such <laughs> liberty. I love that.
3: There yeah. is such liberty when yeah. you can yeah. get there because somebody's always going to say something about you, whether yeah. you're yeah. doing good, bad, yeah. or nothing at all. Yeah. You know, you're doing good. They got something to say. Yep. You're not doing anything. They got something yeah. to say. Mm-hmm. Now you're doing bad, and you know they're going to have something to say. It's like, yeah. so when can you please people? Yeah. Yeah. You cannot be I'm a people team pleaser and mm-hmm. live a free you know life in christ mm-hmm. you cannot because you'll always be there trying but to... you have to forgive them oh yeah See, that that's... i live i have a, a heart well, of forgiveness. oh i'm not talking about you no, no i'm no. talking about me right absolutely no i know you're <laughs> yeah. not but you know you can walk in this in this have a heart of forgiveness you know when we talk about this whole agape and honor and this mm-hmm. you know defending you don't have to because it's like I don't need anything from you. Like I love opportunities. I love doing what God has called me to do. But if it's based upon a need, I don't
4: have. But you can't lead them if you need them. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. That's this is what true. I've
4: learned is like and, if there's something yep. from them you need oh, in terms wow, of affirmation, then yes. you'll never tell people the truth. You'll exactly. never tell people yeah. the truth. And I think there's so many leaders in particular yes. that are beholden to mm-hmm. the applause or the mm-hmm. affirmation. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like you said on Better Together a few <laughs> months ago, you said, you know, your your calling was on a conference call. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you have to go back to <laughs> who called me, yeah. Yeah. you know, who mm-hmm. put me in this position and I I can't compromise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have yeah. to know when to stay silent, yeah. like mm-hmm. Jericho, and then when to shout, yeah. when yeah. to open your mouth. Mm-hmm. And if you open your mouth all the time about everything, exactly. no one hears anything. No one anything. No, right. Right. No.
1: Calling people out on social media. You know, I, I had a friend yesterday. She was showing me because I kind of get frustrated with it and I don't look at it much, but mm-hmm. she was showing me about this pastor and she was calling out so-and-so mm-hmm. who needed to speak. See, we're back Mm -hmm. to that same idea that they needed to say something. And I I thought about these particular individuals that she was calling out Mm -hmm. who I happen to know. And they're all amazing leaders Mm -hmm. and amazing people. Mm -hmm. And I I do want to talk just a minute about the benefit of being the grandmas here. Mm -hmm. Because there was a time in my life where there was high inflation. Mm -hmm. I bought a house and Mm -hmm. the interest rate was, I think it was 9% when I bought my first house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I did stand in line in a car for hours to get gasoline. Mm -hmm. It wasn't in the last two decades, Mm -hmm. but that's already happened before. I I don't know when the Lord's gonna come. Mm -hmm. I I don't have, sure he's coming. (laughs) When, I don't know. But I know that for a lot of young people, who have never experienced some of these division, intense, Mm -hmm. hot conversation, activist moments. There was a time when there were other marches, and there was a time when there was a place like Kent State. Mm -hmm. And I can go down the list of Mm -hmm. Vietnam War. It's It's already already happened. happened. A hundred times. It's nothing new under the sun. So for us to have to sit here and defend ourselves, I think to myself, thank God yeah he's in control Mm -hmm. and um it's freedom to me like you said the court i don't have to speak about that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. we can create a safe space Mm -hmm. for people who don't agree with us to come and share their point of view
4: i've had a lot of moments in my life where i could just be still and trust that god has my back And really, those moments came when there was nothing else to do. The Bible says, when you've done everything else, stand. And that's really the situation I would find myself in, is I did everything I could in my own power, including pray, and then just trust, just receive, and wait on God. And waiting is something we are not very good at in this day and hour. We don't like to wait on anything. But waiting on God is worth it. Waiting on God means stepping aside, stepping away from other people's opinion, waiting to see if He will say something. And He will. He'll be faithful. But we got to get quiet sometimes and be still. And knowing what the Scripture says, be still and know that I'm God, it means that there is a knowing that is a result of stillness. So if the opposite is true, that means that ignorance would be a result of busyness. So I think that's a great nugget from the Bible for us to take. Just a great truth to go, you know, the more stillness I can find, the more knowledge of God I will find.
0: And I will say people want you to say something about it mm-hmm. because if you don't step up and say something about it, then you must be for, yeah. you know, Or your we guilt? have got to let that yeah. go. You cannot force me to say something All about or respond mm-hmm, right. mm-hmm, to something. Because mm-hmm, sometimes they do force you mm-hmm, to do that. You guys mm-hmm. have to make a statement. You have yeah. to say something to defend yourself about what they've just accused you But then you we of. Right, take the role right. of Christ. And it's like, to be our defense. I remember my husband, you know, mm. we were kind of getting it from a few staff going, you guys have to say something. You have to. And I. Then I was kind of going, oh, my God, people don't think we care, you know? And that's going, what is wrong with you? Mm -hmm. He said, no one is going to bully me into making a statement Mm -hmm. of some kind to defend. I'm not, I will not do that. Mm -hmm. You know, and then it's just like, okay. Okay peace. That's beautiful. And then, then the pressure's off Mm -hmm. and you just think, you know what? The Lord is my defense. Mm -hmm. He's my shelter. He will take Mm -hmm. care of it. If I take care of his business, you going to take, take care, care of mine. mine. Yeah.
4: Well, He's, and if you jump every time somebody says something, it yeah. shows the enemy it's working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pushing yeah. all those buttons. Mm-hmm. You don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. You have to mm-hmm. respond to everything that comes. Mm-hmm. So you're, yep. you know, it's like, okay, now you got to do this. Now you gotta mm-hmm. say this. Now mm-hmm. you gotta trim that. Now you gotta That will yeah. never stop. You'll end up being it a nobody stop. with nothing. Yeah. 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 Um, because you're not obeying God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stand still and see Stand the salvation
2: still. of the Lord, right? Is that the scripture? Yeah. It's like, uh, he, he is really good at defending us yeah. and we, we just stand in his victory and, um, he's, yeah. he's real good at that. I love, uh, that song. A song. <laughs> I'm not going to sing it. Go ahead, sing it, uh, it, Rita Springer has that song called Defender, and I love the bridge. It says, when I thought I lost me, you knew where I left me. Mm -hmm. You reintroduced me to your love. You picked up all my pieces, put me back together. You are the defender of my heart. Mm. Like, that's who he is. That's what he does. And, And we can just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, see his victory, stand in it, rest in it. And um, let him, and, and also sometimes I want to say, just look at the testimony of my life. Like, no, I haven't been perfect, but certain things, you know, it's like, do I really have to speak to that? Yeah. Don't you see that I've lived this out, I've walked this out. Um, right. yeah. But yeah, yeah. God's, God's good at defending mm-hmm, mm-hmm. his children.
0: Explore more of the stories and inspiring content you love from Better Together on our YouTube channel, Better Together TV. Subscribe today and never miss a new upload.
1: And I think families across this United States have mm-hmm. found broken relationships over conversations yeah. yes. that become so electrified with yeah. emotions yeah. that people haven't been able to have family Christmas or they haven't been able to go to the church anymore that they've built and loved because they've become so, uh, alienated over. Yeah. And, and, and my heart breaks for them because I don't want to find myself so polarized that I'm Mm. so, uh, Unwilling mm-hmm. to be able to put my arms around people mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. disagree with me. Mm-hmm. I need to be able, and I can't do that in myself. See, yeah. that's mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. And yeah. What Laurie was talking about, there were people that thought that if you didn't speak, then you didn't care. And the point is nobody can judge that, that I guess yeah. what we're really talking about is how we have to come to peace. In who we are and our identity can't be tied to this comparison. Well, Mm -hmm. and it's all
0: opinion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, my opinion, Mm -hmm. your opinion. And so, we've seen families, broken families, broken relationships. It's just turmoil as Mm -hmm. far as Mm -hmm. that's concerned Mm -hmm. about just canceling each other and, Mm -hmm. you know, just the division because of your opinion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And 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 as Christians, we haven't taken up this opinion that right. no matter what, you find peace. Right. Seek mm-hmm. peace. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you doesn't know? it matter yeah. not just the message,
1: but how you deliver the oh, message? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. absolutely. Oh, yeah. I I think that so many broken church stories, <laughs> people who say I have church hurt. hurt. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Yes. It's mm-hmm. about the idea of maybe it wasn't the wrong thing to, but how it got said yes. and the way it yeah. was implemented yeah. mm-hmm. that was yeah destructive and terrible yeah. and people do pull back when we give the gospel story because they think, oh, I know about that. And what Mm -hmm. they've done is reduced Mm -hmm. the message Mm -hmm. of hope Mm -hmm. to the experience they had Mm -hmm. with a human Mm -hmm. who delivered that message Mm -hmm. with really uh, a wrong spirit. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah. Well, and it tells everybody, if you can't filter your own opinion out, uh, you know, when they can tell that it's your opinion, you make a statement, then they know you're not filtering your own opinion out when you are rightly dividing or maybe unrightly mm-hmm. dividing <laughs> mm-hmm. the word of truth, mm-hmm. right? Because when, when God's speaking to you a message to preach to people for freedom, if you're going to twist it through your own lens, mm-hmm. I think that's very transparent. People can see, wow, I don't know if I can trust this person. No, oh, absolutely. And honestly, when so many people were putting, putting their stake with different political voices or whatever, I'm like, all of this is temporary. That's what's dangerous about this is that like we, we get to serve. We have the privilege of serving in a church. My parents founded, you know, Mm. mm, (laughs) 46 years ago. And Mm. I'm like that outlasts presidents, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. that, that legacy. And Mm -hmm. I'm going, this is Mm -hmm. something you, you don't just throw Mm -hmm. your lot or put all your Mm -hmm. eggs in Mm -hmm. one basket, Mm -hmm. whether it's Mm -hmm. politics or, you know, the last, you know, Mm -hmm. Trend in Christendom, Mm -hmm. whatever that is, Mm -hmm. it's like. A wise man, you know, avoids all extremes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. honors people. Yeah.
1: Right. The rest of that would be that, you know, Paul talked about the whole controversy of eating meat
4: yeah. and yeah. whether
1: we should or we shouldn't and why. And when you really walk through all that, it really comes back to loving our brother enough
4: yeah.
1: to limit my
3: idea. How many believers... Do you believe really love as he loves? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How Doctor. many? I mean, when you think about that, to me, that is one of the most powerful things mm-hmm. that God could have ever told us to do, to love as he loves. Yeah, I I promise you, there are not many believers who love the way Christ loves. We're so quick to cut people off. We're so quick to judge people. We're so quick to throw each other under the yes. bus. We're, we're very quick at just cutting other believers off, not yeah. even just people out in the world. We, you know, go at each other right here in the Mm -hmm. body, right? And we'll never be able to have this freedom and liberty of thought and mind and peace until we really begin to love like He loves.
0: And pray for our enemies.
3: And pray for them. We live in a world or in a system and environment now that is really big on this cancel culture, right? But we are from another world. We are not from this world. We are not from this system. We are supposed to love. We are children of a love God. We are love children of a love God. And when you demonstrate the love of God, you demonstrate who He is in the earth. You are the only representation that some people will ever see of Jesus Christ here in the earth. And so when we think about cutting people off, we have to think about, would God do that? How would God handle this situation? It's so important that we represent the kingdom of God without any reproach.
0: I've debated, you know, sometimes I think, you know, better together, we might should talk about some of these things that are just on the ground stuff that people, and then you think, no, I am going to teach and we're going to yeah. talk about Jesus. Right. That's what and what, yes. what the Bible and the freedom and how to yes. live mm-hmm. our lives out mm-hmm. and play. Yes. So yeah, there's this mess down here, mm-hmm. but yeah. we live up here. We live up yeah. here. Well,
4: he always taught about the kingdom, mm-hmm. Jesus. And mm-hmm. they would try, you know, the Pharisees were the ones that really tried to corner him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you hate it when somebody asks you a question <laughs> that only has the answer they want? Yeah. <laughs> <That> you're trapped. <laughs> and they would do that with him. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, basically he said, be a good citizen. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, pay your taxes, whatever. But I'm here to talk about the kingdom. Yes. And I remember a few years back, we went to this convention, and this man was a uh, uh, worked for the national treasury, and he was the one who helped train people to spot counterfeits. Yeah. And he said, um, they. he was talking about all the new, it, at that time, the new $100 bill was about to come out and it had an extra strip and mm-hmm. he was showing us a picture of it. Mm-hmm. And they said, how many different kinds of counterfeits do you see? Do you know how they're making them? And he said, you know, I don't study counterfeits. I don't even look at them. He, he said, the I only study mm-hmm. the original mm-hmm. and I spend all my time. And he said, the reason for that is because when you spend all your time yes. with the original mm-hmm. and the authentic, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. anomaly in the counterfeit mm-hmm. jumps out at you yeah. just like that and (laughs) I'm like that's exactly what Jesus kept saying Mm -hmm. is the kingdom of heaven Mm -hmm. is like the kingdom of heaven heaven is like over and over, because mm-hmm. this is not mm-hmm. permanent. Right. Everything mm-hmm. that y'all want to debate about and mm-hmm. talk about, yeah. it's going to pass away. Yeah. So mm-hmm. can we talk about something eternal? Yeah, something yeah. That because matters. you know I believe in a glorious eschatology, which is a yes. deeper probably conversation than right now. But <laughs> uh, sounds but, great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I do. So dive in, shall I, we? I do. I don't. I don't believe we're all going to be ruling and reigning over a huge <laughs> nuclear hole in the ground. Right. <laughs> I really believe right. that God has he he giving us, empowering Church. us with authority mm-hmm. for the end. and people, we That's what we need to be talking about, yes. is what do the end times actually mm-hmm. look like? Yeah. Yeah. What should we be expecting, right? But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we got to get them past the place of where they are. Though. How do you <laughs> yeah. get them
3: past that, you know? Yeah. If they can't rule in their life that they have now that they have been given authority over, how do we get them to the place to even think they're going to be ruling? Awareness. Yeah.
4: Awareness, because yeah. if you get this bottom line thing about spiritual warfare, this is all you need to know is the enemy doesn't have to destroy you. All mm-hmm. he has to do is distract you. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, That's it. So let's talk about all these things that are yeah. going to pass away. Let's <laughs> yeah. spend all our time on the internet. Cause I would, on the internet, cause I would, I would gauge, you know, what you are saying about people not loving like mm-hmm. Christ and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I see all that hate and vitriol mm-hmm. online, but if, if we were to have a fender bender out there, mm-hmm. everybody jumps out of their car mm-hmm. and helps. Yes. When we are one-on-one mm-hmm. humanity right. in our own relationships. Yes. That's why yeah. when we were going through the, all the stuff with all the racially charged conversations, I'm like, but in your inner circle, yes. right. love your people. Mm-hmm. Make sure they know that they're loved. You don't, it doesn't matter what, what you post online. Mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. It's who are the people in your yeah. life mm-hmm. that you're actually mm-hmm. taking mm-hmm. care of mm-hmm. and loving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we have to challenge ourselves as believers. Yeah. Mm-hmm let's show the love of Christ Mm -hmm. by being the kingdom. Do what we're supposed to be. Jesus was skin
2: on. And we become what we behold. Mm -hmm. So when we behold Him, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm always going to take it back to worship because I'm a worship leader. That's why time in the presence of God, in the Word of God, but in the presence of God, Mm -hmm. beholding Him, that's a whole different kind of discipleship, right? It's like, And so I become like Him when I spend time with Him. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's all the journey of like, discipleship and sanctification, becoming more Mm -hmm. like Jesus, Mm -hmm. and we're all in process of Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. We're at different levels of that, but that's Mm -hmm. the goal, is to to be like Christ.
4: When we've been hurt, we put up walls. We don't often want to listen to anything. There's trigger words, you know. There's things we can say to someone like, I know how you feel. I don't think that's the right thing to say. I don't think it's very encouraging because we don't know exactly how someone feels, even if we've had similar situations. What I love to do to encourage someone is to say, you are not alone. I love you. I'm here for you. I'll sit with you. Let me be a friend to you. Let me listen to you. And ask more questions than you give more answers. The way to really encourage someone is to be the embodiment of whatever testimony you walk through, to carry joy, even though you may be struggling, and you might be right in the middle of a battle, but to be the personification, and so that they can maybe never even have a conversation with you, but see you standing in the midst of whatever your trial is. That is the greatest encouragement. Lots of encouragement takes place. I'd say 90% of it takes place without words at all. So we love to preach, but it's better to do it without words if you can.
0: I love what you just said that's that's the key
4: yeah that's, that's the only calling the that only will last thing. forever yes yeah. we're going to be doing we'll it be doing that forever. <laughs> forever that's our eternal yes. job yes. everything else prophecy, focus yeah. people go <laughs> <laughs> yes focus look at you know. jesus yeah.
0: that's yeah and then we and then we show him here because if there's no difference and, and i love what you just said but if there's the fender bender, we all mm-hmm. are like, "Wow, oh, right. let's help. Right. You know, I've gone to so many countries where they're technically your enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're the best people on the mm-hmm. planet. Yeah. They're the sweetest, most yeah. kindest. Mm-hmm. They love their families. Doesn't they, that show you how the, the enemy, though, is oh, created this yeah. narrative? Yes. And you're honored humanity. to be together. Yep. And yeah. Yeah. and it's such a, what you hear is just a lie, yeah. you know? yeah, mm-hmm. And um, yeah. so... So yeah, so better together mm. is going to teach you. That's so good. You know yeah. how to live life and how mm-hmm. to uh, dwell and to mm. behold mm. <laughs> and all this this chaos and this fuss going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it becomes so so small mm-hmm. when we magnify. Who God is and then show him and live that out on the streets, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: live it out to our
4: neighborhood and our communities. And shouldn't we do that through humility? Yeah, because I think that's the proper response yes. though, to to being attacked yeah. when you feel like you need to defend yourself. The right response is just humility. Yeah, yes. to say, "Man, I don't I've do been called worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. When did you get that idea? Mm-hmm. Right, you know, I make mm-hmm. mistakes and take a number. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I
1: well, you were talking <laughs> about people and comparing, and as I was thinking about it, I love this scripture where God masterpiece. Mm. And I'm thinking about how I've got four boys and I sure yeah. never compare them. I love oh, that's them great. unlimited, yeah. Yeah. but I don't compare. Mm-hmm. And yeah. We shouldn't compare ourselves mm-hmm. and uh, we don't need to mm. defend ourselves, mm-hmm. meaning yeah. that we can trust him and we can trust our future yeah. knowing that he's going to be with us Whether he's coming tomorrow or whether he's coming in 20 or 200 years. I mean, I won't Mm -hmm. start on the whole eschatology (laughs) thing. But I'd like to pray together and for people that are watching to know that they're a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. And you don't compare masterpieces. One masterpiece is priceless and the other one is too. And we're each priceless. Mm -hmm. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you. Thank you Mm. that you love us. Mm. Thank you, God, that you created each of us a masterpiece, created to do good works. And Father, thank you Mm. that you are a good Father and that you you want every good thing for us. Thank Mm. you, God, for better together. And we pray right now. For each of our friends that you will reveal yourself to them anew in their place right now that they'll feel you right there with them. Thank you, God, that you've already prepared a place for them in Jesus' name. amen. 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 Amen.